I got a dream of winning a Super Bowl. I got a dream of being in a Pro Bowl. I'm really not into dreams anymore, okay? I'm into the nightmares. There he is! Caught! Touchdown! Raiders! You're listening to the Autumn Windbags, an audio attack from the Silver and Black. Here are your windbags, RJ Clifford and Juan Soto. Yeah, it is another episode of the Autumn Windbags. RJ Clifford, Juan Soto. Let's have some fun today. The uh, Raiders spent a week and a half or so in the South after getting their dicks kicked in by the Saints and said, all right, we're going to stay acclimated. We're going to make sure we get used to the weather out there. We're not going to have to travel, get on a plane. That'll help us out against the Jaguars. Mosey on into Jacksonville. Get a 17-point lead. Third time this season, the Raiders have gotten a 17-plus point lead. Third time, the Raiders walk away with a loss after taking a massive lead. And this team, Soto, is the reason why we drink. Yeah, man. I mean, um, I I don't know. There's a lot of things I want to say. I don't know where to start. But we're (laughs) just... Isn't that always the way? (laughs) <laughs> there's so much stuff i want to say right now i want to cover um, all the things the raiders did terribly today um but i have to go to a wedding in three hours i don't know if i'll make it if i get to everything yeah um Derek carr 22 of 37 266 yards two touchdowns hey no um I got no um no turnovers we'll do the one good thing hold on let me get my happiness hey no turnover Look at us. Yay. Now flip that coin over. And then the second half happens. And <laughs> I have five of six. Officially, officially five of 16 for 29 yards. He lost seven yards on the last on the last pass. It was like it was like reverse land in the first half. Pass protection was good. Uh defense was getting three and outs. We got a turnover. It was a gift, right? Like Trevor Lawrence kind of a bad pitch, jumped on it. Like all the things we've been doing shitty all season. We did great in the first half. And then, like, standard operating procedure for this team. An amazing first half by all parties involved. Trash. Not not always first half, but, like, one half's good, one half shit. Standard operating procedure. Uh, line stopped blocking well. Car stopped being accurate. When the ball did get there, guys were dropping it. Defense was just letting uh, Etienne Jr. just run all over them. I'm looking at your um your keys to victory from the from the, the we previous show that you did. <laughs> Pressure Trevor Lawrence. Nope. Did, didn't touch him once. Contained Travis head to end. Nope. Didn't do that. Make shots count. Didn't do that. We had one. One well, actually two one. deep the two deep shots. We did it early. Yeah, we did it early. Late we didn't. Uh but. Devontae Adams. Um you look at this and you're like 10 receptions, 146 yards, two touchdowns, a long of 38, 17 targets. You saw in the beginning at the very, uh, at the start of the show when they do like their, Hey, like these are your keys to victory for the color guy. And it was, they wanted 20 rushes for Josh Jacobs and 20 targets for Devonte Adams. I thought he was just like fucking around. Like, all right, it makes more sense being 20 for 20. He had like 11 targets in the first half. You're like, Oh shit, he's going to get there. He had 17. Um, I don't know. If Devonte Adams had Ebola last weekend, and that's why he was completely shut out, he's clearly healthy today. But even Devonte fucking Adams, again, we still think he's the best wide receiver in football. Even he's not immune to the Raiders just falling apart in a half. Like even him, even we're used to Car falling apart in a half. We're used to our defense falling apart in a half or whole games. We're used to our did offensive did our, did our line. Defense really fall apart in this game though. In the second half, uh. Trevor Lawrence, 25 of 31. Piss poor Trevor Lawrence. Bottom five quarterback. 25 of 31, 235 yards, and a touchdown. Not one sack, not even pressures. Lawrence was able to run. At the end, 28 carries, 109 yards. Not a great average, like only like four yards per rush. But when they needed yards, he always got it. He always got it. It was third and two. He would always get four. You know, goal line. Um... I didn't know this. Stat. I knew we knew how bad our our um, our red zone defense was last in the league. Mm-hmm. They had goal given to up touchdown fourteen for fourteen coming in this game and goal to go. And Trevor Lawrence was arguably the worst red zone. He blows Derek Carr away when it comes to being bad in the red zone. The worst red zone quarterback in football. And even he was able to score every time. Not today. 
Not today. Not today. So yeah, defense as bad as they've been all season, they they were this second half was as bad as a defense can play more or less like didn't get no pressure, none at all. Trevor Lawrence standing there doing what the rare times that like Crosby would kind of get in there. He'd run for like 12 yards, <laughs> get a first down. DBs can't cover guys, bad mismatches. Trash. I mean, it's another, it's, it's it was basically last week, but in one half, right? Instead of yeah. the entire game, everyone playing trash. It was back to kind of the old ways where the Raiders look amazing for a half and then fall apart. And by old ways, I mean like, Seven weeks ago, yeah, right. This is pretty funny. I'm not. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not going to make it all about one player, but this is pretty funny. Don't make car. Yeah, there's so many. Uh, there's so many perfect used car for sale. I don't know. Yeah, barely anywhere. There are a lot of wear and tear, but uh, it's a classic. I don't know. What would be his? What would be his? Uh, his blue fo- blue book profile. That should be something that we start doing. Now that we're not like salvage right, salvage not, auto. Now that uh, put him at a pick apart. Yeah. Here, we'll give you his brain. We'll give you his uh, his clutch from like the like that six year window when he was amazingly clutch. Get it, clutch, right? That's another car thing. I get it. I get it. Um. I get it. So yeah, Raiders now fall to two and six. O oh and five on the road. Just cannot for the life of them get a W unless they're in Allegiant Stadium. Um. Josh Jacobs bottled up more or less this game too. 17 carries, 67 yards, no touchdowns. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, the run blocking couple. was supposed to be the strength of this line, and, and it was for like the middle, like, you know, the last five weeks or so. It was above average rush blocking, around, you know, run blocking line. Not today. Jacobs is pretty much bottled up. Even, and even those 67 yards, those are all Jacobs. Like there was, there was that 15 yarder that was well blocked. I think there's there one or two other ones where you're like, okay, that's a good six yards that was blocked mm-hmm. well. Other than that, it was like, all him after Getting, after contact. Yeah, after contact, and you know that should have been a loss too because it's Josh Jacobs. We got four, something like that. I mean, look, there's no there's no other way to put it. We're a bad team. Mm. That's it. You you can't you you can look at it, you can turn it all the way you want. You can look at it from a different perspective all you want. Oh, we close games and this and that, blah blah blah. This is not a team we should have lost to. Um, we made. It's like teams play us to get right, mm-hmm. you know, and um, whatever a team wants to focus on offensively, our defense allows them to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just give them enough time and they'll do it. The first half, I think we did a pretty good job of bottling up Etienne, but he's an explosive player and we don't have very explosive players on defense. We have like one or two, maybe, uh, and everyone else is just a solid player, maybe a good player, maybe below average, something like that. And um, you just you, you can't win falling apart for a whole half. And um, there there has to be you have to start looking at different combinations now that you're out of it. You're out of it. We're out of it. It's it's over for this season. My my, my neighbor came over with uh, like two minutes left in the fourth. He's like, "Well, you know, the, are the Raiders like out of it?" I'm like, "No, they can win nine in a row. Easy. Yeah, no problem." Yeah. No, happens all the time. They're out of it. They're out of it. They they, they can't even win one in a row. Mm-hmm. So look, you can call me whatever you want to call me. That's fine. Oh, you freaking you lost hope. You, you don't call me late Raider. for dinner. You're not you're not a Raider fan. Whatever, whatever. Okay, fine. I'm just you know decked out in all Raider gear, co-hosting a Raider podcast. We're out of it. Let's just call it what it is. Now what we have to do is we have to figure out where we are player wise, what we can do what the players can handle and go out there and, 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 and try our best. But ultimately we're looking at the end of the season and next year. Now it's just, it's not going to happen. And, and it's a, and it's, and this is the curveball, right? This is the curveball. Um, Cause you're right now we're playing, now we're playing for next season. This is the curveball though, because it's a whole new coaching staff, offensive, def- offensively, defensively, because it's, a notoriously more complicated system than most. This is the decision that the Raiders have to make. Do we teach this season as a learning season where it's okay. I think we have, we always want to improve our personnel, but I think we basically have the right personnel 
we just need to give them as many reps as possible and learn our systems, both offensively, defensively, especially like everything. Mm-hmm. Or is it, all right, scrap it, start over and start going from there? Because normally that's the case, right? When, when it's, a, you know, when you're two and six with this kind of talent, like we're so much more talented than the Jacksonville. Like this is opposite of last year where we we're beating teams more talented than us. I mean, it's look, this year, I we, think we, we have, I, we have I the think, talent and we're losing the, the teams less talented. Okay. Let's, let, let's just slow down. I think we have pieces that are talented overall. I don't, I don't think we're that talented. If you want, it's not a, it's not a meshed unit. It's, it's individual elements of talent. Yeah. We individuals. We, we, we can look at, Oh, this, they have this guy, this guy, this guy. Great. Yeah. But out of the 22 offensive and defensive players that you put on the field at you know, Overall, no, we're not that talented. Uh, we have more than teams. more than Jacksonville. We are more than Jacksonville. I don't, I don't, I don't not say that. Not all of the, I think we are. Well, that's a, that's a conversation for another day. My, my, but you see what I'm saying, though, right? Do we do we com, do we commit to mastering the system with the people that we have, or is there a much bigger overhaul and start the new system over again next season? That's well, that's the that's a tough question. Well, that's normally because. Because normally once, sorry to keep cutting you off, but normally once like this bad, you're like, all right, let's start over, clean slate. But we've seen how complicated this system has been. I guess it depends on this. If this team continues to, if this team improves as the season goes on and they're like, all right, they're starting to get it. They're starting to learn it. Kind of like the Eagles last season. They kind of found themselves like late and went on a good run and now it's carried on to this season. If that happens, then I say, obviously always trying to improve, but generally these guys are starting to learn this complicated thing. Let's keep them more or less core together. If they don't, then it's all right. Then it's, then it's, then it's clean slate in a lot of ways. Yeah. I think the big difference um, is money between us and the Eagles. It's, it's a very similar situation that we were in last year. The, the, the Eagles were, mm-hmm. the thing is, is they are looking to evaluate. They were looking to evaluate a quarterback that was still on a rookie contract a very young quarterback, and they're looking to see where, what he does best. Our situation is a little bit different. We don't have that kind of um, financial flexibility, and we need to find out. I'm not saying we just, just you know, scrap all the starters and put all the bench warmers in, mm-hmm. but you do have to see what these guys can do um, in-game. A lot of times, you know, we've seen it in, 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 in fighting, you know, in training. Like some guys are just kind of like, eh. And then when they get into their fight, you're like, holy shit, yeah. where did that come from, right? Or the other way around. They're amazing world beaters in practice, and they go on the field when the game where the fight's on, and, you know, they can't get it done. So we need to find out who's out there, who do we have, uh, and the players that we do have, what can they handle? And I don't know that necessarily means scrapping everything, but there's certain, you know, lo- positions that we need to get better, you know, play from, and we have to find out, which one of those players and which one of the which one of those pieces can can handle what we're trying to do? Because ultimately, we haven't shown to be consistent, and that's everybody. Um, even our best players haven't shown to be consistent. And you have to weigh the the ceiling or the projection to the projected ceiling of these people based off of or and compare that to what they're going to be paid and how and how you want to move forward. And it's a tough, not as bad as last season, but it's a tough roster to start over from because there's only a couple high-priced older dudes that you want to move on from, right? Because the, the core of this team are guys that if you, I'm not saying we start over, but if you do want to start over, you keep Crosby and Hunter, Kicker. Like, there's a lot of, like, like you know, uh, Hobbs. Uh, like, like, you know, the guys that you're like, all right, these are guys that we're going to build around. Like, we're not move on. Like, if you're re- trying to restart, you keep these young guys, right? There's only a tiny handful of like high paid dudes where you're like, all right, we're starting over, move on. Chandler, which is going to be impossible, $19 million cap hit next season, almost impossible to move on from unless you just take a giant, giant wash. Uh, Carr, obviously. Uh, Waller, what's his cap situation next season? 15 and change. 15 and change. So it's like, it's a lot. I mean, if, and if it's one of those. Now, as far as Waller goes, we haven't seen him. He, he got hurt. So yeah. it's like, it's not like his play on the field has been god awful. He had a, a, you know two drops in one game. Um, he's been and, real quiet every game. He's been even when, yeah. Well, but again, like how hurt got, is he? Yeah, is it something else? Ball, man. Yeah. Uh, 
well, look, I, I've said it. I said it before. I'll say it again. Out of those five big five that you, you're either are or prospectively going to pay next season, you got you can only keep three of them. That's Adams, Waller, Renfro, Carr, and Jacobs. So pick three. The other then two two can walk. Right now we have three under contract for next season, and two not under contract for next season, guaranteed. Well, we we can di- guarantee um, uh, franchise Jacobs. So we have we have that right. We have that choice to keep him if we have to. And it'd be nine and a half million if we if, right. Isn't he franchise is nine and a half something like that? It depends. It's, it's the average of the top what whatever top ten. So I think it's nine and a half. I, th- I like think that. so. Like so, we we have the choice on Jacobs. It's just a matter of what, what we do with it. So. And, that, and that's the math that has to be done. And that's why it's like, all right, this is the rest of the season is learning the system, learning who we have. Um, is it something that can trend up? And all right, they've 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 learned it now, and now we're in sync. Or all right, some of these pieces are, aren't working. Whether it's, again, I'm, I'm not, you know, we're not giving up on the coaching staff, but it's their, their jobs are just as up for, you know, as much sure. as the rest of everyone else on this team, right? Because they've, they've proven to be shit, same as... You know, everyone else on this team, right? Everything's been bad. Everything, everything's up for grabs. This is what this is what this is what sucks, though. This is the hard, this is the curve. This is the giant like kick in the dick. Mark Davis is making so much money. It's the Raiders are still the most expensive ticket in football on the secondary market. Still at two and six. And Jacob, like Mark Davis, he's making all this money. Like, does he does he really give does he truly, really, really give a shit? Like, is he gonna like Make is he is he having sleepless nights after losses like this? I don't, I don't know, know, man. I don't know. Uh, King eighty five, thanks for the super chat, dude. He says Appreciate rumor has King. it Green Bay offered a two and a late rounder for Waller. Should have traded him, in my opinion. Um, you know the the coaching staff has identified Waller as a guy they want to build around, mm. um, and. You, when you build a team, you have to have cornerstones and building blocks, and there's not a lot of Darren Wallers out there. Um, so, I mean, like, are there a lot of Hunter Renfro's out there? Sure, there's a lot of slot receivers out there that can do what Hunter, Hunter Renfro does. They may not be able to do everything that Hunter Renfro does, but that's why you have Devontae Adams. He can do a lot of that stuff, too. Uh, but, I mean, I hear you. It, it would have been interesting, but uh, ultimately – I don't have a problem with them sticking with Waller because we really haven't seen him. We really haven't seen him this year. Um, you know, I was talking to uh, a family member of mine yesterday and we were having this discussion and he's like, you can, you can win. You can, you can win and be, you know, consistently in the second round, a second round of the playoffs, you know, champ conference championship game. You can be that uh, with, a game manager type quarterback, right? You, you you can do it, but you have to have a pretty special, not just a good team. You have to have a pretty special team around that quarterback. So I pulled this question. What's easier to do, get one right or get 52 right? He said, oh, 52. And I'm like, wait a second. You're telling me you can't find a game manager quarterback somewhere? And, and this, is not, this is not to say we move off of car. I'm saying we he could be that game manager quarterback but where when you start building that's that's one thing you have to focus on is how are you going to build are you going to build around what you have and just kind of improve all around you or do you free up resources by like i said maybe three out of the five it's 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 a a pretty rough question you know it's it's tough one of the things that i think would help us out is if we see players that don't normally play and and see how they do in the system because something that something tells me that it's, it goes deeper than just bad coaching it goes deeper than just bad execution because we have these halves where like well, we're clicking 20 points in the first half and then to do nothing in the second half there's something else there yeah and and uh and honestly, again, like I think like those type of breakdowns, like that, that's coaching is a big chunk of that, right? Like just that level of every layer on both sides of the ball falling apart simultaneously, right? Like car fell apart, but 
the defense fell apart. Like every, like the everything, like the pass rush fell apart. Receivers started dropping. Pro Bowl receivers started dropping balls. Like it was like, why? I've never seen this before, ever. It's every single Biscuit element, thing, every Sea single Biscuit. element of this team falls apart at halves. And sometimes it's the, and if it was just like if, if we were always winning in the first half and falling apart in the second, that's a little bit more info to kind of figure it out. But it's been inverted a few times. We Tennessee, we started completely trash and almost came back and played well in the second half. Like it's it's not even just it's not even like if it was always first half, like okay, coaches are aren't making the right adjustments and our opposing coaches are figuring us out and beating us in the second half. Like you can start to kind of like figure it out, but that's not what happens every time. Like it's flopping. Like that's what's most frustrating. I can't it can't point to one thing for why this team keeps just falling apart randomly per half per game or both halves. If it was in, if it's in New Orleans, Bentley, the gent. Thanks a lot, man, for the super chat. Really appreciate you, dude. Uh, start scouting quarterback, quarterback Levi's. What do you think about Will Levis? Um, I think he's a really talented kid. Uh, I think he has a lot of tools and, um, you know, he has had a couple of rough games against better competition but the kid's, you know, really talented. He's one of the higher-rated um, quarterbacks right now in college football. Uh, you, you can't really judge a quarterback by his college tape because a lot of times he's not playing with the best players, uh, and he's playing against, you know, he's Kentucky. Super, so it's kind yeah. Of- he's, he, I mean, yeah, it's the SEC, but it's not like he's got a bunch of four and five-star recruits around him. So, uh, yeah, I think he's very talented. Um, I, I don't want to take it. In, in, I don't want to take it into that uh, that that direction. And it's it's for me. If we do want to move on from our quarterback, it's the the play is part of it, but the bigger part of it is the the money. We have we need too much help on other parts to have. A, a, a quarterback that's inconsistent and can show you big, big, good flashes, but then also can disappear at times. And um, it's just not worth the, the, the cap space when we have so many other parts of this team that need to be, you know, need to be uh, brought up to speed. I mean, what, look at what the Niners did when they traded for Garoppolo. They, they built the team and they said, okay, well, let's go get a quarterback. Let's go get, let's go get somebody that is a steady Eddie type. Now, the flip of that is when you need him to make the throw in the Super Bowl, he overthrows it, right? Like, that's the flip side. Uh, another one is like a Joe Flacco type where they had, but, you know, that defense had fucking four Hall of Famers on that defense, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so it's like, are you going to build? Is Flacco you know, the get... worst, worst Super Bowl winning quarterback? I think last, Foles. Like... Foles. Foles. Probably Foles. Well, Played amazing in the playoffs. That's that's the yeah, thing. but he, I mean he he's Overall, not that he's though. He's like, like he's Eli not Manning. that. Like he's a, he's yeah. like he's a whatever quarterback. But yeah. when like the lights are brightest, he played great. Yeah, that's that's why I'm thinking. Look, let's thanks Bentley. Let's thanks Bentley. Appreciate you, man. Let let's because look, okay, we're not going to win this year. We're not going to go to the playoffs this year. Whatever. If we end up going to the playoffs, I'll fucking do the show naked. Okay. Uh, if I don't know who that's going to be benefiting, benefiting but. Exactly. Uh, but you have to take a look at if, if we go to the playoffs, I'll do this show pants off, helicoptering my dick for an hour and a half. Yeah, let me one up. You can't helicopter that light switch dick of yours. Stop, oh, dude. You'll hear slapping back and forth so bad. I'll shave everything. That's gonna be your ball. Nothing That's not gonna be your dick. All balls, no cock. So we have to take a look at what you want to do with this money. And if you have so many holes as you've proved, um, as, you know. I just I don't know. I don't know that you it, give there's there's decisions to be made as things goes on as things go on, right? So like if if like I said, if this team starts if this team just is awful, right? We win one or two more games, we're picking in the top five. Um, then there's decisions to be made. If but we're picking still, in the top five, we gotta get one of these quarterbacks. We got to. So so this is the so this is the thing. That would be amazing. Um, we'll we'll see how these quarterbacks pan out, right? But also when you're in that top five, you get like <laughs> let's do it let's push playoff it push like we're gonna be watching the playoffs in the bar i think maybe yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna be let's, see some, let's see some helicoptering dicks 
But like when you're weird day to day, it was a weird day to day. The fucking Jets beat the bill the Bills. Mm-hmm. The fuck? They were ten and a half point underdogs. I played against Joe Mixon in one of my fantasy leagues. God, he went fifty-eight fantasy points shit. in that league. Oh God, it's terrible. Yeah, that's oh, how much people league. love hearing about our fantasy problems. Um, but like, but like this is the thing too, right? Um, if you start picking in like r- real high, right, it could be easily one of those like Dolphins Niners situations where someone's like, "Hey, I want to trade up. Let me give you three ones, right?" Like, and then there's decision to be made because, um. The quarterback is a maybe right now, right? Like, like you said, the money's tough. He's flashes. You know, we could always improve on him, but at what cost? But there's so many other holes on this team too, right? Like, imagine we can we can turn three ones into a, a linebacker, a safety, a right tackle, right? Like, I'm not saying that's what we do. We don't take a quarterback that we like, but it's like those are big decisions to be made because there are, there are. Ton, there, there, are, there are entire units on this squad that need depth, youth, and talent, and those are all something to be to be used. Uh, Derek, I recommend you start drinking heavily, and you want to listen to me because I'm pre-med. What movie is that from? How about this? I got another one. Let us know in the comments section. Another one. Pick the wrong. We stop sniffing glue. Yep, <sighs> that's a good one. So I do a I do a dry January every year just because. Like you because just 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 so I'm not dead, just keep me out of a coffin. I do a dry January because you know, with Thanksgiving and Christmas, family drinking, eating a ton, it's like all right, I need like a month of detox. And I've been doing it the last three years. And I'm so glad I do because I remember every playoff game now. Like January rolls around normally, I'm just like partying because it's playoffs, I'm not watching intently because the Raiders are never in it. But now I like I remember all playoff games now. It's amazing. So there's, there's, there's time know, to man. stop drinking, you know, the good part is I'm already dead inside about this team. So it's like, I can, I don't need, I don't need to drink to hurt the pain. Like I'm already numb to it. You know, like I'm already on my third overdose. Yeah. So look, I mean, I, I am down to keep our quarterback, if he restructures his contract, which he can totally do with no penalty to us because nothing's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at that number, and he's already and he's already proven like he's like the one quarterback in football that'll try to do a team friendly deal, right? If he takes like the nineteen he's making this year, next year, I'm down. That'll work. But you can't give him thirty six, bro. You just can't. we can get that, and then we can get. Uh... Maybe a couple more first rounders or some seconds if we're a top five pick, and th- and that's and that's the thing is like this is I, I'm I'm still invested in this season for all these reasons, right? It's not like the team. There's no pieces here. Completely scrap everything. Hey RJ, um, are you tired of being alone? We'll help. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know you fucking made it. Because when you start getting free controlled by random fucking porn sites and spam shit. I want to click on these one of these days and just like follow follow this rabbit hole. After a Raiders loss, after Ra- we'll do this live on we'll do this live on one air on air one time. We'll take one of these like sex bots and just like find out what it is. That's just because cool. what else can we do? But, but like but again, but like genuinely, I'm 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 still engaged in this season for all those reasons we brought up. Do you know will these will these units start clicking with these new systems? Yes or no? Um, where's our draft pick going to be? drastically affects what we do like these are all because again of how this team is structured re- rebuild is kind of it's it's different it's doable but it's 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 a weird you have roster. to commit you have to commit the issue is committing to this roster has shown you because we've we've committed to this roster and we've doubled down and tripled down and uh it's just the window closes when you commit to a roster and then you don't hit in the draft. And it we sucks have a, because we committed to the roster that took us to the playoffs, but not the coaching staff that took us. So it's like... I'm talking even before that. Even before that. When we got rid of our line and then we missed on a bunch of picks. Like, I mean, it's, it's... it's Missed on picks? I mean, it, 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 it doesn't happen often. But so we're at this point now where, okay, let's pick a direction. And I think I think I mean nobody likes to know that they're not going to be great, 
but at least you know that there's a direction and and to keep running out the same squad over and over again that's one of the reasons why and, I, and i'm not going to belabor the point that's one of the reasons why i kind of want to move on for our quarterback now because there just seems to be a little bit of a stink on him now where he's been known to do all these wonderful things and recently it's it hasn't been that and i just there, there, there's too many that's that's too many resources for one player that hasn't shown to be able to be consistent. And um, you just pick a direction and move. Pick a direction before You know what? These high-priced guys got to go. Devonta Adams, you're on the back, back part of your career. You're 31 years old. You're going to get paid a bunch of money guaranteed for two more years after this one. Waller's got another two years after this one. Same thing with Renfro. So that three-year window, we can figure out what we can do to build up the rest of this team and maybe get a couple of guys to hit to come replace you. But we got to figure something else out and pick a direction and move in it. But the thing is, is you keep trotting out the same pieces and try to build stuff around them. It just hasn't worked. The, the car thing gets even extra complicated knowing that he's always struggled into the first year of a new system. Right. So it's like, we, we really should have saw this coming. Right. Like he always struggles first year, new system. Yeah, but that's kind of an excuse, man. You have all these different quarterbacks like, dude, that are doing well the first year in the system, man. Like Mariota, you got those Cousins, are also you got quarterbacks. Tua. Those are also quarterbacks doing well in systems adjusted for the quarterback. This is McDaniel's. You're doing telling it. me he's not adjusting this stuff? Look, look what happened to Priest. What did they? What did they talk about? What did they say? He said that yeah, he, he's asking us what he wants. He's he's changing different things. It's coming into the game plan. It's great. That's all great and well. And then you go on the field and where is it? He's there. Oh, they're saying the right things, right? Like McDaniel's. So now like, everyone's I, I, lying to protect them. Like before he even happened. No, I'm saying McDaniel's is 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 taking the notes of how, when he failed in in Denver and asking guys. It's like when you you know you're you're hitting on a chick at a bar and you're like, hey, what's your sign? Oh, really? Tell me about your tell me your story. What were you like in, as a kid? You don't give a fuck, but you're trying to make them feel good. I don't know if that's what McDaniel's is doing or if he's genuine. Or if he's genuinely saying, hey, Carr, hey, Devonte, I want to know how to make my system fit you, or if he's just trying to get in their pants. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question, right? But I know that if I'm trying to make a player feel good, multi-million dollar athletes, been to Pro Bowls, egos, hey, what do you think we should do, Devontae? How how could I change my play calling to make your route running even better? I'd say shit like that. Yeah, but the thing is, it's really hollow because these guys know what's up. These aren't rookies. These are guys who have been in the league, and they know, hey, if uh... – that's true. This, this is the case, lines, bro. Steve Cock the fighter. RJ has weak bar slut lines. You got to go to the right bar. That shit lands if you're at the right bar. Something tells me that Steve's been to some pretty, pretty, uh, pretty soft bars. Bentley the Jet, thank you so much for the super chat. We appreciate it. So, do you trust Zeke if we draft low? We need to draft low in the middle. Won't be good. So this, so I, this is what's always funny is when you know the draft comes around. Like, oh yeah, Raiders drafting. That's on the past whole new GM, whole new scouting staff. All the history is gone, right? Mark Davis doesn't really tinker as much, as far as we know, Mark Davis doesn't come down and tinker in the draft room as far as we know, right? So all history is wiped clean. Whole new staff, it's all gone, right? I haven't, like Ziegler has proven to be pretty bad with contracts so far as we've seen, right? Like the, the, the Waller extension, um, Chandler Jones pickup, like it's his free agency and uh, like contract stuff's been pretty. You do three things as a GM: draft, contracts, free agency. That's basically what you do, right? And they're all kind of related. Draft, he was pretty good. I feel like not having a first and second round, or we drafted all right, more or less, right? So if uh, if the move is to say like, all right, let's just get a bunch of draft picks and hope, this is the dirty little secret about drafting. There is no GM in the history of the NFL that has always crushed their draft picks. Never. It's true. Literally never happened. There's been GMs that are obviously better than others, right? Like they'll have, you know, there'll be GMs that'll go like back-to-back great drafts and then a bad one. But the GMs that that get credit for being like, um, the Patriots always got a lot of credit for being great drafters because they had they drafted guys that they kept and were good. They missed a ton. The difference was they were great at accumulating draft picks. The Patriots were always good at doing what we always talk about, treating draft picks and players as assets. 
not as human beings. Right? Bill Belichick is the rare coach GM who understands that. Like, these are assets. These are, they have X amount of value. What I think they're worth is only half the equation. It's what yeah. everyone else thinks they're worth that also adds to the equation. And so getting like, like that's the difference here is getting more draft picks because if you fall in love with your own guys, you're going to be Mike Mayock and John Gruden. Yeah. Well, look, the thing is, you don't know where you you don't know what's going to happen a year from now. Let's say, for example, okay, we're in a position to take a, a quarterback high. We're in a position because we had a rough season this year. Well, you know what? We could trade our pick to get a bunch of other players around us and see. And then next year, we're like drafting in the mid teens, mm-hmm. and we're not going to be. And there's, you know, when when an important position is there and you've identified that maybe we should move on, you got to go get it. You have to get that person because you don't know when you're going to have a chance to get them again. And I get what you're saying. And, and this, this isn't car love at all, but I, I hate that idea of like, oh, this is the guy. Because it, it you have to isn't. identify your guy. I mean, look, okay, who's 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 starting in the NFL right now? Okay, you got Carr, the second rounder. You got uh, Russell Wilson's a third rounder. You got uh, a first rounder in Mahomes and a first rounder in Herbert. Let's go to the Central, okay, or the North. First rounder in Burrow. First rounder in Lamar. You got a first round. Oh, Lamar's first a weird one. He was thirty-two, but no, he was a first rounder. But Lamar, I mean, uh, Watson's going to start. He's just he's the starter there. He's a first rounder, and uh, Pittsburgh got that first rounder. Oh, no, yeah, he was a first rounder in Pickett. Okay, Dude, there's a theme coming here. We're getting mm-hmm. south. First rounder with the Jags. Uh, I guess you can call Ryan a first rounder. They moved off from him, but I don't know where Ellinger was drafted. Uh, you have uh, who else is in the fucking south? Screw it, they don't matter. The east, you got a first rounder with Buffalo, you got a first rounder with the Jets, you got a first rounder with Miami, you got a first rounder with the you know, you see what I'm saying? Like 100%. But this, but this is the other flip side of it, too. Now, list all the first round quarterbacks that were drafted that completely flopped. Okay, I know, I understand, RJ, but the thing is, is if if you're in the position to take a guy that can be your starting quarterback, you have to take it. Because when if you don't and you end up in and I think the real purgatory RJ is being with that 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 7 to 9 6 to 9 wins. That's purgatory. Because you're not quite because where we've been for a long time. You're not quite good enough to do a, a, a massive rebuild, so you just keep trying to slapping shit on that old car, you keep, oh, I'll just, I'll just do this. And I'll just slap this on. I don't want to get a whole new car. Let me just slap this. Let me just slap that on and see it. And it's like you never get what you could have gotten if you would have done it sooner. When you have that opportunity, you have to get it. It's the most important position on your team. And you, you just have to do it. You have to if you're there. And it's like you, your, your confidence for success has to outweigh your fear of failure. And I think that's where you are. I don't want to miss on a first-round pick. It's like that Jamarcus Russell hangover. I don't want to miss on a first-round pick. I'll just play it safe and keep what I have because it's okay. Like, no, okay is not okay. You have to have better play. You have to have more consistent play. And if you have somebody who's a little bit more dynamic, which the top quarterbacks coming out in this draft are a little bit more dynamic, yeah, you go for it. Again, I'll say it 100 times, and I think we're both in agreement. It's every every single player on this team is up for an improvement. You try to improve every single element as long as you have someone that you that you can improve on, right? Um, with the exception of uh, Devontae Adams, Max Crosby, and Daniel Carlson. We are not moving on. Nothing you can do can say move on from those three. They're that good. Um, I get it, man. It's tough. It's tough. It's not it, fun. And that's the thing is, it none of this addresses the real problem. And it's that intangible... What the fuck? Why does this whole team fall apart randomly every single like for a half every game? That's that's the that's the giant cloud that's shitting all over this team. It's been happening for nine years, sir. That's the one thing that's in common. Terrible defense the last nine years. Yeah, there's that. What you got? And the thing is, is it's not going to get better giving thirty percent of your cap or you know whatever it is. 
to one person. You can't. It can't. It just can't. And, and, and if, if we can get them for cheaper, cool. I'm down. We can't keep them for this money. We just can't. We have too many other holes we have to hit. Uh, and I, I keep coming back to that because it's the most glaring area of a player that is underperforming and the money that we're going to be able to give. Three years, man. If we, if we keep them on, it's three more years, dude. And that's something that needs to be figured out. But I, I keep bringing it back to last season. We had as much controversy and shit thrown at us as I think any football team in any season of the NFL. But that, that's, right? that's, that's, that's we're talking coach. about now the field what, stuff now. And what man. I'm saying is, a big chunk of that core players is still there that overcame all of that, and now we're opposite. Now we're opposite. We were the less talented team beating more talented teams, overcoming adversity. Now we're exactly opposite. Is it just because it's a whole new maybe, 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 or maybe all we that came momentum back just down disappears to in an offseason. Maybe we just came back down to earth. But what I, what I tell you after last year when we lost to the Bengals, this team is dead. This team is over. This team will never be there again. This mix of players and circumstances and all that stuff, that team is gone now. There's a new team next year, and people have to step up, and they have to play their roles, and they have to overplay their, their expectations for us to be better. And it's just not happening. Is this who we are? Is this who we were last year? I mean, we were 6-7. and seven. Before we, you know, went on that highly improbable run that I can't even explain to you how we did because the stats didn't really support that we most turning over the ball multiple times a game and not turn, getting turnovers ourselves and we're basically playing off the backs of Jacobs and, our, and Carlson. And I don't know, man, there's no easy answer to, to what's going on and what we do, but there are some pretty big red flags it's pretty big i mean not, there's not easy answers it's like if the answer is not easy to do to like it's not easy to, to say okay yes we're gonna do this but they're not hard they're not they're not hard to make it's like it's not they're not hard to identify excuse me they're easy to identify they're just hard to do because i don't yeah, think it's all Derek Carr's fault i don't think it's all his fault but the thing is if he needs to show you more than what he's shown you as far as especially consistency wise for us to even think twice about giving him that amount of money we just can't do it man he's just not consistent enough to do it what's the key in your mind to getting this defense right um we because we just, i've been we, we don't I've have been... the right personnel for this defense man i told you in the beginning uh, we we are our, our linebackers can't cover and you know now none of our i mean the only case safety that can cover is Harmon. But, but no, this no, is the no, problem. Like, our, our defense is worse than last year. Like it, and it should have. It should be. It should on paper be better, personnel wise. Young guys, one year better on paper, right? That's that's generally painting with broad strokes. Fits. You have to look at what fits, happens, though, man. That's that's if, Patrick if Graham's job. If you're if you're that's linebackers, his job. That's why we got him. Like you can take yeah. weird parts and make something of it. Like that. I'm more. I'm. I'm more. I'm way more concerned with Patrick Graham than I am Josh McDaniels scheme wise way more concerned like this defense got what what do we say right the let the worst red zone defense last year in the league 32 out of 32 and it got even worse this year that's pretty i thought that was pretty funny good thing your life's not on the line i know i'm still alive brandon so go fuck yourself how about that uh so it's the issue that i'm having here is there is a, a general scheme that, that Patrick Graham likes to run because he can do a lot of stuff within that scheme. It's just the players that he's been given that, that he's been kind of like grandfathered in. They can't, they can't really do – they don't have those skills. You, you, Merrick has shown that he is not good in coverage. We knew Abram wasn't good. We knew Paramount wasn't good. We knew, you know, Diablo's been a little bit better, but, but you but have Gus, a big But Gus Bradley got good stuff out of them. The holes were there, but they would they would still perform good things. Like they Jonathan were still Abram. bad. The defense is worse this year than last year. So here's the deal. That's that's if, that's, that's 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 a really big deal, Soto. Like when, when we, we you talked about it too. When Patrick Graham came over, what do we like about him the most? He can take shitty parts and make something good. He did it in New York. That, that's his specialty. He's so flexible. He's not a Gus Bradley. I have to have my guys. He's not Paul Gunther. So complicated and pointless. 
he's he's flexible. It's like because we don't have the personnel. So Paul Gunther, he or uh, Jesus Christ, Patrick Graham, he could he can make it better. He can he can get the most out of who we have, and he's done opposite. We haven't even seen the strengths that we see out of like Abram and Perryman and these guys. Like they have strengths, they have weaknesses. We haven't like that's what I'm really concerned about is Patrick Graham. Uh, I mean, look, we had the ball. Oh shit! No, the numbers say what I was going to say. We had the ball twice in the fourth quarter with a chance to win, and our offense couldn't do it. As as much as you want to talk about the defense, but, no sacks. But also, but also, I mean, again. You don't sacks don't get you points when you have the ball twice and, and you could win or at least tie the game and you do absolutely zero with it. That's a problem, man. And look, when you have a a basic when you run a basic defense, it's easier for opposing offensive coordinators to make plays against you. I think that was the issue with 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 um Gus Bradley is his defense was a little bit too basic. That's why we gave up a lot of of big plays, and that's why we were that poor on defense. The issue with Patrick Graham is not the scheme, it's the players that he has. I just don't think it's mostly the same players as last season. Like, and they're, like, and they're not good. Like, we can compare, but we can compare apples to apples. But Gus Bradley got you, more out of these guys last season than how this How did season. they get more? They're, they were still bad. Not as bad as this season. Yes, they were bad. It was a bad defense last season and a worse defense this season. Like, ba- that, bad that is bad, me. RJ. If it's one or two points a game, bad is bad. They're not anywhere near the top. But worse is worse. Come on, like, we, come on, dude. Look, Don't you can't defend no, look, Patrick him that I'm hard. The, like, I'm well, we got the, worse, but it's still bad. It doesn't matter. Look, it matters. I, I, I would rather I would rather run a more sophisticated scheme to identify players that you cannot move forward with than dummy it down and think you have something that you don't. And he's doing neither. He's not getting results. He's like he's not. He's identifying players that we can't move up. We, 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 we people. None were of them. Clam- we people well, the were clamoring. playing well, other than other than Max. People nope. were yelling well and screaming to 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 sign up Denzel Perryman. I don't think we'd give him jack shit. I'm I'm concerned. It won't matter if Patrick Graham just can't figure it out. That's that's my biggest concern. That that and and, and come on, you got to admit, like no, they're playing poorly. I'm not I'm not defending Patrick Graham. What I'm saying is, you're looking at it from one perspective, but there's a whole other perspective that you're not looking at. Gus Bradley running a system with the lack of talent that we had, he did a, he did. I wouldn't say he even did a good job because we were still a bad defense and we still gave up big plays, even though we weren't supposed to. We still did. So we we, we were one of the best teams in limiting big plays. That that was one thing this defense did really really well. It was like we were like yeah we're like second or third and like you know twenty plus yard plays or like the, the different like interpretations for explosive plays they have. We were always good there because that was the only thing Gus Bradley cared about. And so that was okay. Here's our one strength on a terrible defense. With Patrick with Patrick Graham, it's look nothing's man, good. We had and the players ball are playing worse two times in the fourth quarter to either win or tie the game, and we did nothing. We're in all these games. So as bad as our defense is, even when our defense didn't do our, our, our offense didn't do our defense any favors like they did in the second half again, we were still able to kind of keep it close and get some stops and and, and give ourselves the opportunity to 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 win these games. And it's just we're just not getting it done. And I'm not I'm not giving Patrick Graham an out. Because we were we're giving up, you know, more than 24, 25 points every single game, something like that. Of, of but, the of the of the eight teams we've played, three of them, three of the eight teams we played had their season high in points against us. Jacksonville, this was their second most. They somehow put up thirty eight against the Chargers. And five of our losses are one possession games. So and just we, imagine if imagine if opposing offenses weren't having like career games against us. Like that's like again. And you're putting let's, and you let's have focus on all defense your, for one second. Like we, we talk offense 80% of the time. When and you right put so. so much of your salary cap and so much of your money on the offensive end. hundred percent. Then so why are is, we even talking about this? Because it still needs to be addressed. We spend 80% of our time talking about the offense, which is how it should because be. Because that's where our that's where money be. is. So let's spend 20% of our time addressing the worst unit on our team. The defense. Like just I'm not I'm not saying let's put all the blame on them. I'm asking. Aren't you concerned that it's got worse? I'm not concerned because our players aren't good. We need to get better players to play better. 
I'm not because I know what we have. Listen, if if I have a girlfriend and I know she fucking she's you know real flirty when she gets drunk, guess what? When we go to a bar, I'm not leaving her side. I know who she is. I know who my defense is. I know I have to lean on my offense. And I gave my defense gave my offense two opportunities to win or tie the game in the fourth quarter, and we went. Denzel Perriman was a pro bowler last year and like top three in tackles. He's not good. He's, he trashed it. He was good last year. Like that, Bro, that's my was... point. Not everyone got, not everyone got worse. Everyone got worse next this season. That's, that's really concerning to me on the defense. Everyone's worse. Again, when you run a basic defense, it's easier for opposing. If you want to break that 20, RJ, you're not going to play that type of defense. You have to play a more sophisticated defense. You have to be able to think better. You have to your body has to be able to respond. You have to be that talented to do it. If you don't have those right players, if you don't have that talented of a, a unit, it's just not going to work. It wasn't then like you, then we you were, as a defensive coordinator we, 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 adjust we, your scheme to get the most you can out of them. And Gus Bradley's like, "All right, this is a shit, shit okay, defense." So now we're in the same super thing. simple. It's like, are we are we going to keep coaching and teaching these guys and try to get them to get our system? Or are we going to just scrap all that and dummy it down? If you're a really good coach, you try to do your do your best to do both, right? Like, all right, start real simple. We'll build next, you know, one week at a time. Build, build. Hopefully a couple, you know, by the end of the season, these guys will get it. Hopefully in, a, you know, season two and three, they've mastered it, right? Like, if you're a really good defensive coordinator, you get the most that you can out of them while teaching, right? It's, and it's hard. That's why these guys get paid millions of dollars. It's not easy. But I don't see... Patrick Graham doing any of that. He's not effective. They're not getting better. Everyone's playing worse than last season. Like, okay, like you push your chips in one direction. All right, we're going all in for this season. Dummy it down. Okay. All right. We're just working to get smarter and better for next season. Okay, let's get complicated. How do you get smarter and better when you don't coach them, when you don't teach them what you want them to run? How do you get smarter and better? You don't. They're, none of the things I mentioned are happening. There's no direction this defense is going. It's not improving and it's not playing well. So what's Patrick Graham doing? I'm not saying he's doing a good job. I don't think he's doing as bad a job as you're saying because I don't know that our team is that good defensively, just just talent wise. It's not. Our but secondary is probably one of the worst in the league, and I think we kind of knew it too, especially with Hobbs being out. I don't think we knew that Merrick was as bad as he was coverage wise, but yeah, he's pretty bad, and that's pretty disappointing to me. I, I, I'm just not going to get over it that this defense is. I'm not saying. I'm not, I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you that they're they're good or they're better or whatever. They're bad. But when you have that much money on our on on your offense and your offense puts up 20 points, no points in the second half. That's kind of on your offense, man. That's what you're built around. Offense supposed. To, yeah, we didn't. We we needed a. An average to maybe even slightly below average defense. On paper, right, with how much money we spent on our on our offense to to have success this season, and obviously the offense didn't carry their end, and that's why we were on the offense eighty percent of the time. But this defense, like, how do you go from the worst red zone defense in football last season and still get worse? It's like that's so concerning to me. And again, like what we said, what we said all the time, like there's a cultural problem with this defense. It's been bad for twenty years, right? Like I'm not expecting Patrick Graham to turn it around and make it good. Right, none of us had that expectation, but incrementally better. Look, at least have is, a direction. Maybe one unit thrives a little bit, like some glimmer, some spark of some kind. It's nothing. I am not going to be mad if Patrick Graham is saying, "I don't give a shit. You guys are going to learn my system because I know it works. It's hard, and if you can't think, and if you can't, if you can't uh, apply." and execute what I want you to do, that I know I need to get new players. Because that's when you see those big jumps from one year to the next defensively. You don't dummy it down for them. You throw them in there and you make it happen. And if, it, and if they can't, you find out who, who's not going to be able to uh, execute your system, and then you move on, and that's when you see those jumps throughout the years. That's what you do now, right? Like now that the playoffs are out of, out of you know, that's what you do now is throw them in the fire, try to figure it out, right? But at the start of the season – this was a team built to win now, right? That, that, that you know, this was a team built to win this season and do well this season. It was a 10-win playoff team last season, added some some expensive free agents, 
trade away draft picks to get Devontae. This was a, all right, let's, uh, let's fucking win this season. And Patrick Graham as a defensive coordinator, as a guy that we all thought would be, you know, pretty smart guy. Went to Harvard, like smart fucking guy. It's like, all right, you, these are your pieces. Make it work. We're not asking you to be a top five defense. Just give us the best you can. And it got worse. It's like, yeah, well, you know, we've had the ball every game that we've lost, except for one, we've had the ball with the chance to win. And we haven't done it. Offense has dropped the ball. Defense is even worse than the, like, way yeah, worse. I know they're not getting a lot of money, but they're but getting, we know, but they're we worse. Know. Than, they're worse than the salary that they're getting, too. But we, and so is our offense. Yeah. That's not good. When, I mean, our special teams is pretty spot on, right? Yeah. Our punter and kicker, those guys are earning their money. Carlson's, uh, yeah, God he's what, it. three, is he, he's three field goals away from the all time record for, yeah, he's goals? 41 in a row. Yeah. 41 in a row now. And it's 40, is it 44? It's 44, yeah. 44 is the record, right? So three away from tying. And there's and there's some fucking bangers in there, too. Like there's consistently there's 56, 50 58. There a couple against the Chargers last year were some deep ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice and deep. Nice and deep. Balls deep. All right, man, let's get the fuck out of here, dude. I'm tired of talking about this shit. <clears throat> all right. Um, we didn't really break down this game at all. Why, <laughs> dude? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Well, you know, I think people, I think people want to come on and 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 hear the analysis a little bit, or maybe they just want to vent. Yeah, vent all you, know, you want. Venting's, venting's good too. Let's see, see the cockfighter one. He always has some good comments. If you have a team that's built to win now, and they don't, and they don't, then it's time to rebuild. Well, yeah, it's kind of hard to argue that. Johnny Gons. Let's, let's, let's oh, wait, go through a couple of these. Special guys. teams coverage oh, says. Oh, sorry about that. Go ahead. Uh, special teams coverage has gotten worse compared to last season, right? It's really just our kicking. Like it's literally just the leg of Cole and Carlson. What if Sidney was a car jersey? You get starting, starting, staring him, starting him. I just want to see the supposedly awesome scheme run by someone who actually knows it. Are you at the point where you want to see Sidham start yet, Soto? I'm going to get you to say start Sidham at some point. I, I want, I want to see him play. I want to see what he can do. When I said we need to see what we have. And if we can bring, let's say, let's say we bring a guy off the bench. Is Stidham the answer? Does he start for us next season? I don't think so. I mean, maybe if we, get a rookie, if we get a rookie, but here, but here's, here's the reason. Let's say, let's say you put Masterson in there and, and, and Butler, right? The two rookie linebackers and they do a pretty damn good job. They do. Maybe they break up a couple passes here and there. Then, you know, Hey, you know what? It's not my scheme. It's the players running it because these two guys off the bench come in there and they're doing okay. If you put Stidham in there and he's a steady Eddie and he moves the ball and he does maybe not as spectacular as Carr's highs but doesn't have Carr's lows, then you know where to move on from. It's not all about that specific person, but the person that he replaced, what you have there too. Because it's very it's it's very easy to be like, well, you know, Derek Carr is really good. He's shown that he's been really good, so he just has to make it click. He just has to make it work. Then you put someone in there who knows who's not as talented because Stidham is not as talented as Derek Carr. But you put him in there – and he's able to work the scheme better, you're like, well, maybe we should move on from him and find somebody else. Who knows? I don't know. But I will do want to see him play. The uh, Woods of Ingle. What do, why doesn't RJ understand the concept of players fitting schemes, parent fit Bradley's scheme, but on this one, for example? Like I've said a hundred times, this was the point of Patrick Graham, is he has a flexible scheme that can work with who he's got. That was the big pitch. That's what made him special. That's what we got excited about him. He's like, yeah, we don't have a good defense with good players. We've got two and a half good players on our defense. But Patrick Graham's the guy that knows how to build around that. He built a, a semi-decent defense in New York that was trash everywhere, minus like corner and a couple defensive people on the front. And he made a, a decent defense, a defense that shed no business being decent. Well, we were decent last year? Huh? We were decent Giants? last year? Or the no, Giants? Giants, when he was at the Giants. I was about to say, God damn. <laughs> now you're really reaching, dude. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Are you going to do uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly? I don't know. I'll figure it Monday out. Monday? Or how drunk you get? I don't want to fucking do it. I, I, All right. Uh, well, I get to go to a wedding right now. Sunday wedding. Um, try to turn this day around as best as possible. We'll see if uh, how hammered I get at the bar trying to like break down linebacker play with a random person who doesn't want to hear it or talk to me but if you see that if you're at if you happen to be at the exact same wedding i am and you see me like 
breaking down Darren Waller's catching habits to someone who's not interested. Save that person, please. I can see that happen. Until then, knock on wood if you're with me.